Welcome to The Receptive Life. We're learning how to fight against the unholy trinity, to defend ourselves with the promises that come from the person and the work of Jesus, but also learning how to receive all of the gifts that can only come from the hands of the triune God. So this receptive life is a spiritual framework. And in the weekly practice, we've been making our way through the chief parts, the foundation of uh, the Christian faith. And so this is the, the final day of the week. It's Sunday, station 13. We're going to call this uh, vo- vocation or Christian calling. And we're going to use two uh, Bridger verses that are going to talk about this Christian calling or the Christian's uh, way of life from Psalm 119. The first one is from verse 35. Direct me in the path of your commandments, for I delight in them. So as you're thinking about the Christian life, this is a, a wonderful way to, to, to pray. Lord, what is it that you would have my hands to do today? Who uh, are you calling me to serve? Direct me in the path of your commandments, for I delight in them. Also, your word is a lamp to my feet and a light for my path, Psalm 119, verse 105. So the word vocation, you don't probably hear it too much in regular everyday language, but it simply means your calling in life. You hear the root word vocal, right? Calling, vocation. And what does it look like then to love God and love the neighbor? This is really what vocation is. How, in a practical way, then do I live out this Christian life, the daily exercise of loving God and loving the neighbor? We've made our way through the the core uh, parts of the Christian faith. Ten Commandments, uh, Apostles' Creed, Lord's Prayer, the forgiveness of sins. So receiving all of those gifts, the end of this then we'll speak about. So practically then, what does it look like? to live this life in such a way that there is love for God and love for the neighbor. So we're going to combine uh, two things, our station in life, the roles that God has given to us, and location where God has placed us. You put those two together, and that's where you have your vocation or your calling, the way, the place where you love God and uh, serve and love the neighbor. Now, as a uh, foundation for uh, this understanding of vocation, it's always rooted, in again, in the work of the triune God. And there's a past, there's a present, and there's a future to this. Uh, the triune God has done. The triune God is doing. The triune God will do, right? Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. There's an identity. So when I have the name of the triune God placed upon me, I am his child. I have been redeemed, brought out of one kingdom and brought into another. And with that, then there is a response. If I am a child of God, uh, there's new thoughts, new motives, new actions given to me by God's spirit. And uh, so what will then my life look like? How will it be lived out in relationship to God and uh, service and love toward, uh, toward the neighbor? So good reference point to this is Ephesians chapter 2. It will speak of God's action, what he has done, uh, is doing, and uh, will do. Paul says, as for you, you were dead in your transgressions and sins in which you used to live 
when you follow the ways of this world and of the ruler of the kingdom of the air, the spirit who is now at work in those who are disobedient. So very clear, right? I mean, what is, uh, what is our life apart from God like? Well, spiritually dead. And what can spiritually dead things do? Nothing, right? They need to be resurrected. They need to be made alive. And that does happen in Christ Jesus. Ephesians 2, Paul continues, he says, but because of his great love for us, God, who is rich in mercy, made us alive with Christ, even when we were dead in transgressions, and it is by grace you have been saved. Um, You know, a dead person can do nothing. And so what greater way to eliminate works than to say, well, you can't do anything. You are dead, dead in transgressions and sins. But God, in Christ Jesus, through faith, has made us alive, saved by grace. And then those familiar verses, verses 8 and 9, for it is by grace you have been saved, through faith, and this not from yourselves, it is the gift of God, not by works, so that no one can boast. Very clear, isn't it? I mean, this is not about performance, it is about reception, receiving the finished work of Jesus. Can't boast about that. It's a gift given to us. We receive it through through faith. It is a gift of, of God. But then it says, verse 10 of chapter 2, for we are God's handiwork, or you could say we are uh, God's workmanship, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. So again, triune God, one God, three distinct persons, one salvation plan. He has done, he is doing, he will do. So what does it then look like to love God and to love the neighbor? Well, in Luther's morning prayer, he says these words, I thank thee, my heavenly Father, through Jesus Christ, thy dear Son, that thou hast kept me this night from all harm and danger. And I pray thee to keep me this day also from sin and all evil, that all my doings in life may please thee. For into thy hands I commend myself, my body and soul and all things. Let thy holy angel be with me, that the wicked foe have no power over me, Amen. So we have this confidence that God has kept us. He has been working, right? Uh, what, what has he done? What is he doing? What will he do? Because he has kept us, we have confidence and boldness that he will keep us. And specifically in the morning prayer, we go about this, this day with the prayer, well, um, keep me from sin and every evil that all my doings in life may please thee. That's a vocation prayer. That's the calling of my life, to love God and to love and serve the neighbor, that all my doings in life may may please thee. Pray that as you wake up in the morning. So what is station? What is location? And you combine those two and you have uh, what we call vocation. So station is um, the God-given roles that, uh, that you have in this life. So a particular time, you may be a husband, uh, a father. I'm a husband, father, son, brother, friend. Uh, my current role is a missionary, missionary at large. Those are my God-given roles, uh, my station in this life. 
location is time and seasons and places. So God has placed me specifically in a neighborhood, uh, at a place of employment with certain groups of people for a season. Uh, my family was in Africa uh, to serve. Uh, I grew up in Papua New Guinea as a missionary kid. I, I'm currently in the metro Detroit area. So you take your station in life, those roles, and the place where God is using you, and you put those together and you have your vocation. And you can ask a question like this. Well, today... Um, I have an opportunity or an occasion to do what? That all my doings in life may please thee. Now, here's just a list. Uh, it's not an extensive list, but there's a lot there that we could think about. What, in what ways um, can do I have an occasion or an opportunity to love and to serve the neighbor um, and to live out this Christian vocation? So what is God calling me to do? Is he calling me to ask and pray, to love, teach, to create, to act in some way, to mourn, um, to plan? Uh, you could say to ha say hello to something or goodbye to something, to stop some something, to start, to serve. Um, is it a time to receive or rejoice, uh, to surrender something, to trust, um, to remember, uh, to rest, to repent? to take uh, you know uh, action in such a way that we grow and learn. Maybe it's to fight on behalf of another. Uh, maybe there's a problem to solve, a, a bold witness of our faith, to confess our faith in some way, to anticipate what God is about to do, to dream, uh, to risk, to move fast, maybe faster or to slow down, uh, to pause, to turn around, to, to suffer, um, to, to provide, to clarify, to sow something or to reap uh, the benefits of uh, that act, uh, maybe it's time to confront, maybe it's time to release, maybe it's time to, to wait. And to ask that question, that all my doings in life may please thee. So what is uh, before me this day? What is there an occasion to do or an opportunity to do on behalf of, uh, of the neighbor? So you combine station, uh, your roles in life with the place that God uh, has called you to, your location, and that's when we have uh, an understanding of Christian vocation. Again, always living by grace, right? Always receptive. This is receiving the works of another. So let's put it in proper perspective again using Ephesians chapter 2. For it is by grace you have been saved, through faith, and this not from yourselves, it is the gift of God, not by works, so that no one can boast. For we are God's handiwork, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do.